I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. This is a fun episode. Hand jobs, hand sex. Hey. Hand sex. I love that hand sex instead of hand job. Because why does it need to be a job? I know. And unless you're getting paid for it, then awesome for you because you're making that big bucks. But if you're not getting paid for it, you really don't want to approach it as a job because then you really don't want to do it. Speaking of not making big bucks and not doing it. <laughs> it's a good transition. We are doing this podcast because we love you and we do have a few people that we love working with and we choose them, hand select them. It's all authentic. However, we are trying to get new mics, y'all. We want to make our sound better for you because for you? we are, we're using 80s mics right now. If you saw any of the imagery on our website, when you go on the hand, the homepage, that's the hand sex the, page. The hand sex page. <laughs> that is, those are the mics that we are using, and they look like DX, which is helpful. However, the sound is it's it's great. These are great mics. We want excellent sound. There's and better mics. There are better mics, and it could free up our hands. And when we record, then with I guess can, I can wank you. Wow, because <laughs> I'll have both hands. I can drink wine in one. Use my other hand gently, slowly, and softly on your vulva, and then have the mic already attached to my head with this other one and then when we have guests then it won't pick up on the fact that guests often don't know how to hold a microphone and they turn their heads in awkward positions it's going to make everything better please go to our patreon that's p-a-t-r-e-a-o-n patreon patreon e-a-o-n oh my goodness and dot com everything backslash shameless sex exactly patreon.com backslash shameless sex every dollar counts we'll get new microphones we'll give you a shout out on the air and then you even get other offers from us we will really love it and all of our listeners will love it too um this episode with ashley manta i said it right manta like santa that's what she said uh, we've had her on here before talking about sexual cannabis and sex. And this one is specifically enhanced sex because apparently that's one of her other specialties. She has many. She's an amazing sex educator and a friend. And in the episode, we talk a lot about various sex toys and things. Um, she talks about Sliquid. I think we probably comment on Uber Lube and Hot Octopus. We have all these items at Pure Pleasure. If you go to purepleasureshop.com, you will support my mother. My mother is awesome. <laughs> she made me. Thanks, Mom. Uh, and if you use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX in all caps, you get 15% off of all their sex toys. And they have all of the best. Some of the best. Go check it out. Um, shout out to We're Teaching. We are teaching another class in Salt Lake City. Because, two classes. Oh, yeah, two. You get two. Uh, one on a... F- we're teaching on a Saturday night it, and then a Sunday for, morning. Yeah, orgasms for everyone is Saturday night. This is the first weekend of August 2019. And then blowjobs and brunch Which is just for female-identified folks. I was wondering if we're going to miss on some Mormons that go to church on Sundays. They seem to think that Mormons are more, I don't know, not Mormons, but some folks are so hungry for it that they really want it to be a Sunday morning thing. And the reason I'm saying that is because when we were teaching last time, there were quite a few people that were... Of uh, the Mormon church. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, from the Mormon they? church. So um, they we'll, will, of course, we'll, remain we'll anonymous. No photos are taken. So if you are in Salt Lake City or you know anyone that it lives in Salt Lake City or will be there... Have them stop in to Blue Boutique. But buy your ticket ahead of time. Last time it sold out. It sold out. There were actually, uh, I think that there was 10 other people just I'm waiting, waiting yeah. trying to get in. Um, and they did not get to get in. So go to blueboutique.com. You can buy tickets there. And I believe they're probably doing this, the same thing where you get, it's $25 ticket, but you get 20 bucks off. This might be different for blowjobs and brunch because it includes brunch and mimosas if you're 21 and up. Um, but I think that the Saturday night workshop, you get 20 bucks, a $20 gift certificate to the store. So it makes the class $5. You come learn with us, laugh with us, play with us. It will be super fun. And we love teaching in Salt Lake City because y'all are really hungry for this information. So we are excited to come back. 
Okay. Sex question. Are you ready? I, 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 it's going to be a surprise. I don't even know what it, okay. it is. Okay. Surprise. Surprise. I've never been in a relationship before, and I'm still a virgin. And even though I'm already 24 years old, I just don't know how to get into a relationship. Maybe, may it be serious or not. And no one seems interested in me. I'm also introverted, which makes it hard for me to express if I like someone. I do masturbate, which makes it bearable for me and is the only thing I know to experience down there. Lol, laugh out loud. But I really get lonely when I just want to have someone be with me and even cuddle me. I just want advice on how I can be out there and be myself. Oh, dear listener, I feel for you and your experience. Uh, this person, I don't, they, in this, they didn't state um, their preferred pronouns. From their name, I'm going to assume she, her um, is preferred pronouns. And we're keeping the name anonymous. So, introverted. And here's the other thing. So, you're 24. You ha- It sounds like you haven't had a lot of experience with dating or relationships or any really. Um, and so you've lived a number of years, uh, not having experience. And I'm assuming that that has built up a story around it being really fucking scary, uh, because you've lived a life of desiring this for a number of years, but not knowing how to access it. So I just want to feel for you on that, that, um, there's a lot going there that makes it really scary for you. And part of it is, is, um, being so deep, so deeply in it, um, so just my heart goes out to you in, in that, and you're not broken. There's n- nothing wrong with you. It doesn't mean that there isn't someone or many people out there for you or that, um, you won't someday find someone or many people to cuddle you or, um, be in a relationship with or have sex with or whatever it is that you're interested in. But there is a barrier for you to go over, which is first of all, the story that is, um, that this is really scary and that this is our unbroken or this is hard or whatever that is. So it's to really start you know, acknowledging the story and see where it comes in and gets in the way of you interacting with people. Um, I don't know where you live or what's accessible to you, but there's dating apps that apply everywhere that you are that can help to start conversation. And they can, maybe they're a little less scary, honestly, because you don't have to have a voice conversation right away. You can start with text getting to know people there and there's so many options there's you know tinder and bumble and coffee meets bagel and match.com and okay cupid and you can find out what works best for you and just start practicing and go into it knowing like embracing that it's going to be awkward and uncomfortable and maybe even go into it just like with low expectations go into it with the expectations of just like i'm just gonna go into the expectation of talking to someone not at going somewhere. And it, in regard to them as just like making a new friend or just n- don't put all this pressure on it be needing to go somewhere, be something big and start practicing, right? Like relating, flirting, starting to have conversations with people and breaking the ice and bringing it into a dating or sexual realm is a practice and you're very out of practice. And, uh, and so it's, you need to start practicing, start putting yourself in these places. Not like don't just, you know, go home with some stranger, don't put yourself in dangerous I mean, not that that's always dangerous, but start just taking risks by by getting out there more, whether it's dating apps or going places where there will be like-minded folks. You like organic food? Go at the Whole Foods or your health food store and you start like looking around people. Maybe there's furries. Go you to like a furry furries? convention. Go to a furry convention. Yeah, if, there's something yeah. for everyone. The internet brings all sorts of different folks with different interests together. And I think this is, I think, and maybe it's because... Uh, I, you know, haven't had a lot of experience in the dating world, but this is probably one of the easier times in the last century to be single because you can actually access people, um, freely through the internet and safety, of course, is something to consider public places. Don't go to some dark, you know, home or alley to meet someone public and then give it a few times because obviously, at this point, you're 24, and I'm sure that you're, you, I mean, I don't know if you hold your virginity as something special to you. Um, I, I don't know what it is for you. If it is, then get to know someone and align with them and be yourself. I would say for, for me, I think that dating people put on these shows a lot. I hear them like, yeah. oh, I'm... It's like 
peacocking. Like, yeah. You know, putting on their best foot forward. There's so much pressure that people put on themselves. The episode that came out before this, actually two weeks ago, was with Dixie De La Tour, and it was the episode that we did that was on erotic storytelling that I recorded with her, but it's titled The Best Sex Advice You Will Ever Receive because what she says is regard dating as just part of your story, that you're literally making choices and having conversations as how will this feed into my sexual story here as opposed to putting the pressure on it has to be perfect. We need to go on the date and have an in- interview each other and really get to know each other. But what if it's just like, let's go on an adventure together and just like, if it doesn't go well, that'll be part of my story. And just taking risks in getting out there and, me- and meeting people. And like we've said, you know, lowering the expectations of it needing to be the big thing and the virginity piece. Oh, virginity. I fucking hate that word. It just like, it's just so. It's really. I lost my virgin. I was so pure until I did that thing, and and there's pressure there. There's pressure on it being this big monumental thing, and that until that happens, you are one person. But once it happens, then you're another person. And you know, there's and then some people just want to get it over with, and then other people want it to be special. And so I, I I get so confused because I hear so many different things and. I lived with, in college, I lived with um, a person that was a virgin at 23, and mm-hmm. I always thought it was awesome. I was like, way to go, yeah. you know, like, and way to be honest and true to yourself because she didn't want to just kind of wa- waste it on something that wasn't important to her. And it yeah. didn't have to be someone that was like they were in a long-term relationship or anything, and she wasn't religious. She was just, she was just wanted it to be a special connection, and she, it took her a long time to connect with people. And so it took a, a special person that also desired a long-term connection. Mm-hmm. And if that's something that this person is looking for, then honor that. Yeah. That's what I kind of was meaning with be true to yourself. Yeah. If for some reason you just want to be like, I just want to fuck it out with whoever, I don't care, then that's a whole different scenario. And when there's social elements that come into play where sometimes maybe you, you you get uncomfortable socially or something, then that's a whole different aspect. And there's apps for that. There's yeah. (laughs) Apps are, are obviously are honestly a good place to, for, for introverted folks to start talking to people because you're kind of hiding behind a screen. And then of course, then when it comes to talking to them in person, you have to break that barrier, but you hopefully you've already broken barriers by having conversations over text. So I think that's a great place to start. Just be patient with yourself. Like don't put all this pressure on yourself to be further along your path than where you are, where you are. And um, I get that there's a lot of loneliness and you want to be held and touched. And here's another thing. There's professional cuddlists out there. There are people that you can pay to snuggle you and touch you depending on where you live. And there are people in the dating world that aren't just looking to bang and bone and fuck. And unfortunately, a lot of the dating world is not that. They are looking for that. But you can be clear with people. But honor your body and where you're at and, and the, the speed that you need to move at. And if they can't meet you there, then fuck them. They're not for you. So I I hope that this helps a little bit. And um definitely feel for you and um am also happy to hear that sounds like you to a certain degree you're really honoring where you're at so thank you for that um some other shout outs before we go into the bio and hand sex hjs um okay real quick omgs we talk about all the time this person that we were speaking to uh they didn't say if they're having amazing orgasms from their self-pleasuring so but i don't think that they needed omgs for this advice but for anyone who wants to learn more about how to have better orgasms more orgasms better pleasure more pleasure whether it's pleasuring yourself or you want to pleasure a vulva go check out omgs find out why we love it why it's changed the lives of many of our listeners and a lot of my clients in my sex and relationship coaching practice it is a online program research-based 62 plus videos and modules in season one and season two just came out season one's all about external pleasure season two internal pleasure for vulva owners and what it is that they like it will give you ideas to add to the menu if you are lost and not do not know what techniques should i try or maybe you're having amazing orgasms and you want to have even better ones go check it out and you'll understand why this is an amazing program omgs.com backslash shameless and it gets you five dollars off join the club of shameless uh vulva loving owners and admirers and lastly april uber lube so I, i had someone recently asked me today they're like so did the uber car company hurt the name or branding of uber lube uber lube has been around before uber the car company just so you all know 
Uh, Uber Lube is a high-quality, luxurious lubricant made in Chicago, U.S.-made product. It is silky. It never gets sticky. It has no flavor. It has no scent. It is very, very body-friendly. I want it all over my body. I honestly cannot get enough. I put my cuticles when they're dry. I put in my hair when it needs to be shiny. And Do you I have, have tattoos? Girls. Brightens up your tattoos. It does all the There's things. There's some vitamin E in there. It is great, but mostly used for sex and intimacy. And most people, when they use it, they say, I had no idea lube could be this good. They're used to some shitty-ass lube. The lube that gets sticky and tacky that you need to keep reapplying. Nobody wants that. Uber Lube doesn't do that. Uber Lube keeps on going when you want it and blends in with your skin when you don't want it anymore. And it won't mess with your vaginal pH, which I ha- I struggle with my vaginal pH with getting BV and different things. And it won't mess with your hormones because sometimes when there's kind of byproducts in lube, it can actually have an effect on your hormones. Yeah. So this one, very clean, body friendly. Go check it out. And then you'll know, join the club. Of, and when you're using it, you think of us because we're probably using the same time, if not the same day. UberLube.com. Use coupon code SHAMELESSX in all caps. And you get free shipping and 10% off, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Are you ready for a bio? Yep. Yeah. So, Ashley Manta has mindfully combined sex and cannabis as part of her canisexual brand. And this episode isn't just about sex and cannabis. She just uses that as her title. She's also the hand sex professional. Her work has been profiled in the Huffington Post, BBC, LA Weekly, and featured on Viceland. She co-founded International Handjob Day. Yes, this is a real holiday that's celebrated all around the world. It is in the month of July 2019 when this episode is coming out. Although it's International Handjob Day uh, every July, so not just 2019. Her work is featured at mainstream adult and cannabis events and retreats around the world. To learn more, go to Ashley Manta. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-M-A-N-T-A dot com. Are you ready, Chip? I can't wait. High five. In my days of singledom, when I was like doing... uh, when I was not having penetrative, like PIV sex, I would do H, you know, HJs all day. Well, all day, all night, <laughs> all day and all night. Why all not? Night. Like, just keep it going. I'm like, have you seen these forearms? Come on. <laughs> so I just decided that instead of the normal way that we start podcasts, I'm just going to start at that point when she started saying that. Oh, so is it recording? it's already recording. So <laughs> let's start at that when she's talking about how she used to give HJs all day, all night. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. We are here with Ashley. It's Manta, right? Manta. Manta. So yeah, damn it. Son of a bitch. Manta like Santa. Manta yeah. like Santa. Uh, Ashley was here. I don't know the episode number, but it was for the sexual episode, Cannabis and Sex. So uh, I'm sure that will come up here and there in this podcast. But if you want to learn more about that, go check out that episode. Ashley is, uh, well, we already read the bio, but a really awesome sex educator and a friend of ours. We've known her for a number of years. And... This is coming out. Did you say that July is like handjob month or there's handjob day or something? International handjob day is July 21st. I co-founded it with Dr. Timory Schmidt from Philadelphia because it is a national holiday in Japan. <laughs> really? It is. Oh, um, Tanga happens. is actually what largely on- responsible for that. Ah, love Tanga. Yay, Tanga. And we heard about it and we were like, oh my gosh, absolutely. International Handjob Day needs to be a thing because Timory and I were talking about how handjobs really kind of get a bad rap. Like the sad handjob is a Cards Against Humanity card. So it's so ubiquitous that it's a card. And I was like, <laughs> this needs to change because hand jobs are the undersung hero of all sex acts. Like they're so fun and they can be so playful and dynamic and interesting and people just don't give them a shot. They do this like limp wrist, unenthusiastic bullshit and then move on. I'm like, no, no, wait. There's an art to it, people. Art. And your hands are, the, I mean, I, the, the hands can get tired, but you have two of them and they have a lot of strength. There's so much you can do with them. And if you forget toys, they're always with you. That's toys. True. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If you're holding it, that counts as a hand job. Like. <laughs> so I guess step one, what is a hand job, Ashley? <laughs> a hand job is anytime you're using either your hands or a toy to stimulate genitals. And it could be penises or it could be vulvas. So it could be really whatever you got counts as a hand job. We decided to make it an all gender inclusive holiday because even though hand job is typically associated with penises, we were like, no, any 
any hand sex act could be a hand job. Why not? Even maybe someone wearing a strap on with a dildo and you could probably give them a hand job. I mean, oh my goodness. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And so pretty much any hand action or sex toy action. Um, okay. But let's go to the job part. So, okay. I, I've said this on podcasts. Blow job, hand job. We got the word job there. My understanding, blow job. People are like, "Am I blowing? What the fuck?" And I googled it, and the answer I got was that it's actually um, this is Google, everyone. This is not scientifically proven, but that it comes from um, ac- the actual sex work. So, because in the Victorian era, it was very um, uncommon for for married folks to perform oral sex on each other, but they still wanted it. Meaning, the penis owners still wanted it, and so they went out. Well, I'm sure the Volvo owners did too, but the penis owners went out and paid for it. And the blowing part is actually the blowing the load. So it's the actual ejaculation. And so and it's a job because you paid for it. So it's blowing a load. But so that, again, Google can't back that up yet. <laughs> but it makes sense because we're not blowing. So, but hand jobs, there's, this is one of the things that, that we see he, over on our end is like a lot of people look at it as a job. I don't like this. I'm not good at it. I don't want to be doing this. So how do you feel about this title? How do we get away from that and make it fun and sexy? I have started to refer to it more as hand sex than hand job because a lot of people, especially like growing up in high school world, hand jobs and even blow jobs were not considered sex. And I'm using air quotes here because the only thing is penetration. And if it's not penetration, then it's not sex. And I mean, I had people in my high school who thought that anal sex didn't count as sex because there'll be a quote virgin if you only have anal. Like it was a whole fucked up thing. But I like the hand sex uh, moniker more than hand job because I don't want any sex act that I'm doing to be, to feel like a job or to feel like work or to feel- Unless you're getting paid. (laughs) Unless you're getting, oh my God. And if you are getting paid, make that money. We are sex workers here. But if you're not, then it should be fun. So so I want hand sex to kind of be an all-encompassing, fun approach to manual stimulation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I I think there's that, have you heard the term? Um, either suck it or fuck it, right? Which is like, you know, that's that thing of that hand jobs. They they're kind of not worth it. So either have that people are like, oh, I want you to either have sex with me or blow me. But if you give me a hand job, then I can just do that for myself. Those are people probably have never got a hand job from you, I assume. <laughs> Almost certainly, because I do get pushback with some regularity from, especially people with penises who are like, there is no way that you can give me a better handy than I can give myself. And I'm like, listen, here's the deal: you can 100 percent. 100% get yourself off more efficiently than I can. You know exactly how to touch yourself. You know speed, all of that. You can like in a hurry, get yourself off really quickly. I can do it more pleasurably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your hands are yours and not theirs. It's like a massage. Yeah. I can rub my own shoulder with right. my hands. It's going to feel a lot better if you do. So much better. Yeah. So I, I okay. So I have always considered myself, I think, well rehearsed in the HJ department or HS maybe hand job sex wait no hand sex. Hand sex. hand sex hand sex I have to change the HJ although hopefully people will uh, understand what we're talking about so will you let our listeners know kind of some some different techniques perhaps because I I've never named some of my techniques. Uh, but I have a couple and I want to see if they do have actual names that I can refer to when I'm like, hey, have you seen the blah, blah? So uh, yeah, please enlighten me. Absolutely. So the first step is the positioning of the two partners, assuming that you are doing it with another person. And I like to have the receptive partner lying on their back with their legs spread and the giving partner sitting between their legs with the receptive partner's legs on top of the giving partner's legs. So you're kind of mm-hmm. in a V or a diamond. So I've, I've termed this position, the reclining diamond. So if you were both sitting up, you would be forehead to forehead, belly to belly, but one partner's laying down. Uh-huh. Ah. And what I love about that position is that it gives you full use of both of your hands. Whereas if you're just like lying on your side, kind of propped up with one hand, you don't have as much range of motion. And so people tend to fatigue quickly. They get bored, you know, their shoulder gets sore, their arm falls asleep. It's just not a good scene. So like set yourself up for success by putting yourself in an ergonomic situation for position wise. And what I actually like to do as an upgrade to that is I take the, um, the sports sheets doggy style strap 
And instead of using it for traditional doggy style, I loop it around my back and let the receiving partner hold the strap. So they're holding up my back, giving me back support. Brilliant. It's a a sexy back jack. Yes, exactly. Is that what it's called? No, it's the doggy style strap. But the sexy back jack is really cool. That's what you just came up with. Now we're going to call it that. And I'm going to say Amy Baldwin came up with this brilliant term for it. We're going to go talk to Tom over at Sports Sheets. Uh, we need we need royalties for that one over here. <laughs> you totally do. So well, you do because you. This is brilliant. So. Thank you. So in your reclining diamond position, using your sexy back jack and having lube, of course, is crucial. Like I can't even imagine giving a hand job without lube. Mm-mm. It's just oh, that's that sounds friction. painful. Yeah, a lot of friction and 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 chafing. Mm-hmm. So I start you know, pouring a liberal amount of lube. And I prefer silicone lube or coconut oil for hand jobs because I want something long lasting because I like to do it for a while. This isn't just like a quick two second thing or 30 seconds and like on to the next thing. Like I spend at least 10 to 20 minutes on a hand job when I'm giving it to my partner. And sometimes significantly longer than that, up to 90 minutes, I think is my record. Whoa. And so, that's right? longevity. Yeah, well, like, damn, I guess I haven't been that good at it. <laughs> that's serious. That's where that backjack comes in really handy, literally. So, I'll start by sliding my hands up their inner thighs, like getting them nice and lubed up, sliding them up their inner thighs, and then going up the shaft and twisting like you're grinding pepper, which is the pepper grinder technique that I alluded to that, that April mentioned earlier. Oh yeah. So you're twisting in opposite directions and that's really cool because you're getting a lot of yummy stimulation and you don't feel like you're going to twist their dick off. Mm-hmm. The, and the balls direction. are not incorporated in... Oh, they are. Oh, sorry, I jumped ahead. Just where, not on this technique quite yet. Yeah, not on this technique, but yes, I absolutely... If the people, if the person with balls likes them to be played with, I love to incorporate balls because they often get neglected and and not stimulated. So the another technique that I like is you take the the little triangle between your thumb and your first finger, you put that behind the balls and then you grab the shaft with your other hand. And you can switch off like dominant non-dominant hand like whichever one you're more comfortable with. I tend to use my right hand, my dominant hand behind the balls and then I put pressure with the heel of my hand into the perineum. So you're getting some external prostate stimulation that way and you're like kind of squeezing and and massaging the root of the cock that goes down behind the balls and then you're also doing the twisting with your other hand and that's a really fun technique. Are you ready for the Unleashed Tour where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment? Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. What's up, Shameless Sex Fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also, let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's my happily ever after, Amy? Yeah, yeah, what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Me too. Mm -hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the the book. book. 
We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful, right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. If you, you want, want hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> so balls, let's talk about balls real quick. Uh, I mean, we're kind of all over the place because I know we there's, I, I mean, first of all, not everyone likes having their balls touched. You did talk about that a little bit. Um, I have heard from a lot of folks that their least favorite blowjobs and handjobs are when the balls were forgotten, um, that mm-hmm. they love them some ball play. Um, do people, so say someone is brand new to the handjob game. They've never given a handjob. They're terrified. They're like, I don't know how to do this. And so we're actually talking to them. When do they go for the balls? And how do they go for the balls? Like, do they, do they ask? Do they just go for it in the beginning? Is it like 10 minutes into the game? When do the balls come in? Absolutely. I would tell people to ask, check in and really have a pre-talk like the online course that I have, which is my online hand sex course at elevatedintimacy.com. It goes through a whole pre sexy fun conversation of this is how I like to be touched. This is what I want you to call my genitals. This is the kind of lube that I like. I want you to wear gloves. I, whatever it is you know, to what kind of hairstyling you like to have with your pubic hair, whatever works for you. And so conversations about balls need to happen in advance and sort of the initial conversation. And then in real time, would you like me to play with your balls? Would it feel good if I were to go to your balls now? Like I tell people, unless you've been with a person for a really long time and you've gotten to the point where you can really anticipate each other's needs. And even then it doesn't hurt to check, but just err on the side of checking in and make that part of it. Be like, Ooh, baby, I want to make you feel so good. And, and I want to, I want to massage your scrotum between my fingers. How does that sound? And then let them say yes. And, and you can turn it into dirty talk without making it like, I'm going to touch your balls now. Is that okay? <laughs> check yes or check no. Sexy robot. <laughs> right? The perineum also always gets lost or neglected too. And that's something that some folks might not even know that they enjoy because it's, and for those folks that don't know, it's called the Gooch in Brooklyn because I learned at Sex Expo gooch. and the taint in some places, but the proper the proper anatomical term is perineum. And everyone says it different. It's like tomato, tomato. You say perineum. Perineum. (laughs) Yep. You can say perineum or perineum. It's, it's really, it's absolutely a tomato, tomato thing. And depending on what part of the country you're from. I love the the hug, the perineum hug you spoke of. It's like, yes, I love those. I can imagine that feels really nice. Absolutely. Like all of it, the more that you can do to create a space where you feel like you are worshiping the genitals in front of you, where you are caressing and, and holding them and, and honoring them. Like it sounds kind of cheesy, but if you come at it with that kind of energy, like your partner can feel that you're excited and that you're, you're really invested in their pleasure and, and being so reverent toward their body that they start to be like, wow, I'm pretty awesome if my partner's really spending this much time making me feel good. And that's when you're getting away from the idea of the job, right? The job is, oh, I have to do this for you because I have to give you pleasure or you want me to do this. I'm just doing this to please you versus, all right, how can I reframe this and really drop into this moment and see this wonderful human in front of me that I want to pleasure and then make an act of honoring and worshiping them? They will feel that. Like I know that when my pussy gets worshipped and, and someone's coming from that place of like, and this is actually a, thing, a theme for me right now is um, uh, being in, intimate with people who aren't trying to take from me. And part of that is they're there to honor and, and worship me and that they're not ex- doing it to ex- ex- with the expectation of what I'll give to them either after or later. That is just that they're generally dropping into you are a fucking goddess and I want to make you feel damn good. And the same thing with penis owners, like you are whatever, goddess, god, however they identify. And like, let me show you through pleasure how amazing you are. 
Absolutely. I just had an orgasm listening to that. Someone for sure did. I've really been getting into sacred sexuality in the last few years and sex magic and all of that. And I find that the, if we let go of what an orgasm has to look like or feel like or do, you know, especially with penis owners, that an orgasm doesn't have to mean ejaculation, that they can come and have the full body shudders and the the mind expanding, you know, experience without popping their load. That's just like easier cleanup for one. You can keep going, <laughs> you can have more. And it's it's neat to like explore all the different ways that pleasure can manifest without being fixated on if you don't pop, there's something wrong with me, there's something wrong with you, what's happening? Or if you're not erect, there's something wrong with you or there's something wrong with me. Like, no, throw that shit out. You can absolutely flog a floppy and it feels great. Did you say flog a floppy? <laughs> I, was, I mean, I was going to ask you that next, but I love you said flog a floppy. So yeah, ere- erections, right? People always think hand jobs with hard cocks. Let's talk about cocks when they're not hard. Maybe they can't get hard. They have a hard time getting hard or they are hard for women and now they're soft. Uh, what, you know, there's plenty that we can do. What's available? How do people pleasure? And how, one, how do they show up in a way that doesn't shame their partner um, and continue the play? And two, what are the techniques? Oh, so many. So first of all, flogging a floppy, I have to give credit to Dr. Robert Morgan Lawrence, who first uttered those words to me. And I was like, that is the best thing I've ever heard. And I think step one for both partners, but especially the giving partner is it's not about me. It's okay. This doesn't mean anything other than something got in the way of an erection. And it could be any number of things and often a combination of things, stress, Poor sleep, anxiety, especially performance anxiety. Any of those ways in which we put pressure on ourselves can make it really challenging to either get or maintain an erection. And so the more that the giving partner can create space of like, I'm not freaked out. It's okay. This is going to feel just as good whether you're hard or not. And that creating that allowing space is so valuable both for the overall experience and especially for like the self-esteem of the person with the penis, because gosh, there's so much societal pressure on penis owners to have like these long, hard, throbbing erections all the time, no matter what, you know, there's buildings crashing down around you. You still have to be rock hard. Like, please come on. That is an unrealistic standard. And it feels so good. Like you have all of the same amount of nerve endings. It's just in a smaller space. So you can really like, you can cup the whole genitals in your hands. You can do all of the techniques that I describe in my online course. Like one of my favorites is what I call the bottle rocket, where you start at the bottom of the shaft and you squeeze, squeeze, squeeze and pull off the top. And then you take your other hand, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze from the bottom, pull off the top and you do it kind of like in a cascading fashion. Oh, it's like this. They're using both hands, like one hand, to other hand. Then yes, hand. exactly. And you can also do it in the reverse order, although that one's harder if it's, that one's more challenging if you don't have a hard cock because yeah. it helps to have something to, to be able to push against. But the, the bottle rocket's great and that feels really good. Or there's one that I call uh, juicing the lemon where you squeeze around the shaft and then you take your hand and you sort of cup it like, like you're covering a knob or like you're about to juice a lemon and you twist that top hand that's cupped over the glands of the penis and that works erect or flaccid. Mm -hmm. And it's super stimulating, uh, especially for people with circumcised cocks for uncircumcised cocks that can actually be sometimes a little bit too intense because since the foreskin covers the glands, most of the time it can be extra super sensitive. So check in if you have a partner with foreskin and just be like, Hey, just want to make sure that this is still feeling great. Cause your pleasure is important to me and your experience matters. What's the lower lip tease? Oh, awesome. Awesome technique. This is one that I learned from my collaborator on my online class, Roxanne De Palma, who is just a lovely human. It's for vulvas. And so what it is, is that you take your two, um, hands like pinchers, like, like you're making like a crab, like a crab. Thank you. Like crab hands and very gently or not gently, depending on how your receiving partner likes to be stimulated. You take the labia and you just kind of stroke down them and tug a little. This is so you start like at the, the, the labia majora, minora, both all labias. Depending on which one is more accessible, everybody's, you know, configured a little bit differently. For me, I have super fat, fleshy outer labia and teeny tiny, 
tiny, tiny inner labia. So like, good luck grabbing those things. But, (laughs) (laughs) but my fleshy outer labia, you can grab those all day long. So like, I love having much in the way that I would play with a scrotum. If there are balls, I like having the skin between my fingers and to just stroke lots of lube and you can either alternate hands or you can do them at the same time. And that's a fun little Mm. technique before you even get it to like penetration. Like so many people, especially when they're playing with um, pussies go straight for the clit Mm -hmm. or straight for penetration into the vagina. And it's like, let's let's slow down a little bit. Let's preheat the oven before you go diving in. You get the, the, the overzealous, like (laughs) real, real hard rubbing. I'm always like, whoa, 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 whoa. Sensory overload. I need it easy. Some of the, my favorite touches around my vulvas has been when my vulva has been touched as if it's just a massage, right? Like they're literally kneading the labia majoris, like the puffy outer lips that you're talking about with the crap. And as if, so in there, so in it, I, my brain is like, you're just trying to make me feel good. You're not trying to get me to like point C so I can all of a sudden want you inside of me. Like Mm -hmm. it it makes a big difference. And then my body can relax and it feels so good. It literally feels like very similar to a really great shoulder massage, but has a hint of sensuality and sexuality because it's my genitals. And don't do it just for one minute, people, when you're doing it, for me at least. But like, take your time and really, like you're saying, is this is this is the honoring. And to go about it without, without it always just being about sex. Make it yes. about, you know, it could be a therapeutic experience, but through the genitals or a loving experience with like the pussy hug or the cock hug mm-hmm. or... Um, or just sensuality. I'm here to like make the sense, wake up the senses and make it feel good, but I'm not just trying to bring you up to this point so that we can go further and deeper right away. Exactly. Amy, I'm so glad that you said that too, because the, the genital massage is really like a core theme in my course, because it's not just, let me get you off as quickly as physically possible. It's really about the sensuality, the taking time, the slowing down, like so many people that I see, one of the biggest mistakes with hand jobs is jerk, 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 like lightning fast. And much in the way that um, I've seen people, yeah, well, what you porn. see in porn for sure. Yeah. And masturbating when they were little, like mom's coming, I got it. Yeah, right. Like you're going to squeeze one out real quick. And like silently and quickly is how we learn to experience pleasure in masturbation because siblings, parents, whatever. And so I find that the more that you just take your time, breathe, slow down, make eye contact with your partner, which is the, another reason that I really love reclining diamond because you can make eye contact so readily. You can watch their chest rising and falling. You can watch if their body tenses up or if they like make a face, you can be like, Hey, I just, I saw you make a face. I just want to check in and like, see where you're at right now. That attentiveness is such a beautiful Thing to add to any sexuality experience. And the receiver, I mean, this is great for the, the giver, but the receiver communicating, if there, I'm sure there's people that have received or are receiving maybe while they're listening to this, it's, <laughs> it's good to communicate if you like something or guide someone into a little bit more of that or a more juicing of the lemon, less pepper grinding. Mm-hmm. Yes. And actually, that's one of the reasons that I decided to name the techniques so that people could ask for them by name and to make it easier. Like, yes, pepper grinder. Awesome. And my boyfriend and I have started doing a thing where if I'm doing a a new thing with him, he'll say, hey, bookmark this. This is a good one. Like, remember this thing that you're doing. And I'm like, yes, thank you. That's great. Like, we just discovered a whole new way for me to play with his nipples, which have for most of our relationship been completely off limits. And we found a new way to play with them. And he's like, I really like this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Remember how you're doing this. Cause this is great. And like so that, that highlighting the moment that bookmark this, I think that, um, I can speak for myself when I've seen, found something that's really good. I don't just slow down and take enough time to highlight it. And then it just gets past it. Oh yeah, I'll do that again another day and then forget about it. And then they forget about it. So I like that little, like, Hey, the, let's, let's like relish in this moment here. Take note so we can do this again. Cause something yeah. really great happened here. And label the bookmark with something that you'll remember it by. <laughs> right? Like, I'm pretty sure my boyfriend has a whole Evernote of, like, techniques that work for my body. Because that's the other piece of, like, interesting life as a polyamorous human where you have many partners who like lots of different things. And how do you keep all of those things aligned with the people who like them? And he's got way more lovers than I do. So I'm like, I can't even imagine how you keep all those techniques straight. Thank goodness for Evernote. <laughs> 
Wow. Wait, what's Evernote? Evernote uh, is an app that can kind of holds documents and different, right? I, I have it. I've never used it. I have it on my phone. I have a lot of useless apps on my phone, but apparently that one isn't one. So good to know. You could also use Google Docs or even just notes if you have an iPhone, which I feel like everyone does at this point. Yeah. I keep I have, all sorts of things in my notes. I This is brilliant because I have my notes. Uh, my notes, I have a list of all the people I've slept with. <laughs> That's too. great. You told me to do that. And so I finally did that. That's why I, oh, I had always thought I'd, well, I'm talking um, with like cis men pretty much, but I have a list of the cis men I've slept with and um, it's, I thought it was 16, but it's only 14. <laughs> Damn it. Shit. I lost count after 50. I know I haven't hit three digits yet, but like I'm... I sort of have a mental sense of where I'm at and I really want to hit three digits in my lifetime. I was, uh, I'm 32 and my 32nd was April's current partner on my 32nd birthday. I was, I was totally <laughs> like, you, you, it's 32 for 32, Amy. I remember pushing you to, <laughs> to go on. through it with was, it. It was before they had gone down their route that they've now been on for two years. Well, I hadn't known it. I didn't know him, but I was totally into her getting 32 for 32. I'm single now that I'm going to add more to that one. And now With intention. You're, and you're 34 this year, right? 33. 34. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I at least got to get 34. Anyways, not about me. Um, <laughs> it could um, be. Coming back. Okay, so I had a question about your online course. Yes. Um, so because you, this, uh, people are probably listening and they're like, okay, I hear what you're talking about, but I can't visualize what you're talking about. Do you show in, uh, the, in your course um, the techniques on like dildos or real penises and how, because I'm sure that that's really helpful. Uh, how, what is your course like? Great question. So we opted not to use actual genitals because we didn't want people to one, feel like it was porn and two, like feel like it was just a little bit too much. We wanted to make it really accessible to more levels of people who might have like, I don't want to see somebody else's genitals being jerked off in front of me in the name of education. Some people are a hell yes to that. Some people are like, eh, not for me. So we decided to use uh, strap-ons uh, because my partner and I are both cisgender women, so we do not unfortunately have factory installed cocks. So she strapped on for my portion, and I did all the techniques on uh, her strap on cock. And then we actually hired uh, Mia Little, who is this amazing uh, non binary porn performer, and they were willing to do the vulva demos with panties on. And so we demonstrated the external techniques on Mia. And then for the internal techniques, we did a combination of like just kind of holding our hands above their body or using a vulva puppet. Ah, love it. I like that you did that. And also the other thing about having coxin is like they're kind of unpredictable unless they're actual porn stars who, I mean, porn stars hats off to them. They are sexual athletes. Um, but I've had people, cause so I teach, you know, blowjob 101 at, at pure pleasure and, and uh, other sex, sex shops, kind of like you know, what you do too. We're sex educators. And you get those emails from people like, Hey, can I be your demo for that? Oh, like, yeah. bro, your, your cock is not going to stay hard in front of 50 people. <laughs> it's, not, it's not happening. Yeah. So it's just a little, and, and I get that. And not everyone wants to see it. There is a distinction when it becomes um, you know, porn and, and educational. And I love that you have this offering for people. And I love that you're making hand jobs uh, not only really sexy, but um, like sensual and deeply, it's a deeply connected experience. That's that's the, the piece of it too, I think is like, I'm just going to do you and not really be here for it and not fully honor this moment and connect with you in it. Uh, and people, I think, look at hand jobs as that as this like distant act from someone, and really, it can be such a connected, sensual, close experience. And it's also a great way to connect with a partner if you're not fluid bonded, uh, yeah. if you're, if you're, you know, which is how I relate to hand jobs because in the beginning when we when it was candid, but I'm always candid on the air, but um, before I knew we were recording and I was just <laughs> mentioning my my hand job experiences. I always, uh, you know, really prided myself on on safety, and I thought that was a really great way. If I had a new partner that I just met and that we were uh, kind of just experiencing each other, I always would go for the the hand jobs because they were a way to connect, as Amy was saying, but not have to connect with their fluids. I mean, obviously, sometimes they like, come on my tits <laughs> because, yeah. and so, but I wasn't ingesting it, so I felt like that was safe. Exactly. You can keep the fluids outside of your body. And that's really fantastic. And you can use gloves if you so choose. I really like to use gloves when I'm playing with vulvas because 
I find that it just slides better. Like your hands can get kind of draggy sometimes. And I like, I like gloves for hand jobs as well sometimes, especially with, with new partners or in a play party space where I'm going to be giving multiple hand jobs throughout the course of the night that I can just like swap out the gloves and then put on a new pair and I'm fresh and new and don't have to worry about scrubbing under my fingernails or anything. But it's gloves are fun. Like Making gloves sexier, even if you're in a committed partnership, even if you're you are fluid bonded, can be a really fun like way to add medical play into it, and there's just lots of potential. Let me be a doctor. I feel sexy in gloves. I, I want some driving gloves just to have some, <laughs> just some leather driving gloves. Whenever I see that, I'm like, that is one fucking fabulous thing. Like I could right there, see you with driving gloves. <laughs> To like driving a convertible down the coast, right? like with your driving. Is she gloves. a murderer or is she just really cool? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> driving gloves that also um, are non-porous that you can use for a nice old HJ. This right leather. Well, then they can't be leather, unfortunately. Yeah, but I'm sure leather. there's some kind of very porous latex yeah. uh, yeah. driving gloves. Like I just actually got a latex dress from Latex Baroness. Mm. Are you going to wear it at Amni when we see you next month? I should totally. The problem is latex is so messy to wear in public. Like you just get silicone lube everywhere. Um, Okay. So I have a question for just on the note of handjobs. I also, uh, there's, so we, April and I have both been diving into some sexological body work, meaning we've been experiencing sexological body work sessions. Um, and I'm really seriously thinking about doing the training in October. I'm like 99% sure that I'm going to do it. Um, and one of the things that they use in that, and I remember learning when I did Barbara Corellis's uh, urban tantra training was the clock system. And this kind of applies more to like a, a learning and discovering, but I wanted to introduce this as, or talk to you about this and get your input on this about hand jobs not always being about just inducing pleasure in someone, but also a means of learning. And so the clock system you can do with a vulva or a penis or any sorts of bits where the top is 12 o'clock. And as you move along in the clockwise, you have one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, six o'clock, obviously is the bottom or the base. So it'd be, mm-hmm. for me, it'd be the base of my vulva, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Um, and to find out where there's sensation, where there's pain, where there's numbness, so we've experienced this uh, on our vulvas in sexological bodywork sessions. I've also done this with partners, though, in um, what I'll call erotic massage, but I'll put it under hand sex. It's hand sex. It was not a hand job. It's hand sex. Where, and it works best with uh, softer cocks or cocks that aren't rock hard. So this is a great thing to do also with someone who um, maybe has trouble getting hard too and taking not only just the flat of the hands, but even incorporating like the wrist and that. So like, you know, because you can bring in the full massage, you have a whole forearm and all these things and you lube it up and rub it up towards 12 o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock. And someone's like, holy shit, I didn't even know four o'clock felt amazing. It's like a really awkward position for my cock to be facing that direction. Um, have you done this? Have you, is this something that you find to be um, insightful or fun or playful for people? I love the clock technique. I don't know if we actually mentioned it in the course now that I'm thinking about it. We may have. I, it, we filmed it last summer, so like some of the details have gotten fuzzy, but I love it as a technique. And sometimes I'll do it like for the whole pussy and sometimes I'll do it like just for the vagina and like where are things internally for massage and then around the clit where are the specific spots that feel especially good. Like for me, my clit is very much a, a, a 10 and 2 girl and it's like the old driver's ed with your driving gloves (laughs) (laughs) now i hear that six and nine are the more recommended they would choose 69 come on right (laughs) (laughs) but it's really good to start to figure out and to map your partner's body you know they talk a lot we talk a lot as sex educators about pleasure mapping and, and body mapping and figure out, figuring out these are my erogenous zones. These are the parts that feel extra special good. This is how those shift based on maybe my mindset or what we're doing or what the environment is like or my stress level. Or if you happen to be a sex and cannabis consumer, have you used a cannabis sex spray? Does that change where your pleasure map areas light up? And I certainly have found that mine has. What's your favorite cannabis sex sprays? Foria, Foria, they have it's beautiful too. Favorite, oh my gosh, their packaging is so on point. They've really 
come a long way. I first became aware of them back in 2014 when they first came on the market and they've grown so much. Like their original product was just a THC MCT oil spray. And now they have a hemp CBD spray with all these other cool botanicals like cacao, cardamom, ginger, cinnamon, peppermint that are really stimulating. And they have suppositories that are absolutely next level. Vaginal suppositories? They can be used vaginally or anally. Oh, cool. They are totally cavity neutral. And so you can use it to either make anal more comfortable or you can use it for menstrual cramps. And it really helps decreasing discomfort without numbing. I, I wanted to share slash ask you if you've ever done this because when I was... Uh, when I was performing a lot of hand jobs uh, in my single in my single year, I would use some accessories that I thought were really fun, like the tanga egg with all the the little grooves on the inside. It's like, and if 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 any of our listeners haven't ever seen a tanga egg, it literally is in an egg shape, and it's like this jelly kind of material, and it's external. So I don't know how if, what what material. I think it might be. I think it's TPR, TP, something like that. So it's 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 fairly body safe, but it's like one time use. I mean, I would. Probably, yeah, it's would it's really disposable. <laughs> but it's. I mean, it, they're so fun to incorporate, and even for some vulvas, uh, I think that it, it feels really nice. Um, oh, and it yeah. comes with this little lube pack, but you can obviously use whatever lube. Um, I've actually incorporated, and I don't know if you ever have. I was going to ask you the hot octopus duo or solo in the beginning of a hands job. If there is some soft cock play, you can start with that. Yes. It does also help. Have you ever used yours? On- I have absolutely used uh, the hot octopus duo okay. actually and the single one too, but the duo is most recently and it's great. My boyfriend loves the oscillating plate right on his, his frenulum. That feels really fantastic for him. And he likes that sensation. I also, I don't know if anybody saw that there's now a product on the market called the Manta. I saw factory just came out with. After you, I, when I, when I actually saw that product, I was like, is that after Ashley Manta? I asked Kristen, who's been on the show before I asked her and you know, I, she didn't give me a clear answer. But it is I was, I not know. officially named after me. However, considering I know a lot of the people at Fun Factory and I am quite well known for my hand job techniques. Oh, yes. Yes. Unofficially, fully unofficially, it is named after me. Officially, it's named after the manta ray. Because yeah. it kind of looks like that with the wings. but. Right. But it just so happens that Manta Ray was also my nickname in high school. So I'm just saying, I there's a lot of, of crossover. And I actually will be giving away a Manta Stroker oh. for International Handjob Day on July 21st, as well as some bottles of Sliquid, because I think obviously everyone needs lube. And I'm even going to be giving away a Warm Touch, which is a lube warmer and dispenser, because I found that using warm lube for handjobs is a total game changer. Oh my goodness. No like like gasp and cringe when the cold lube hits your genitals. I think they need that warm luber, um, that w- the warm lube device that war- that in all the massage places like in the world. Because every time I get a massage, they put the the lotion or or the lube on, and it's frightening. Mm-hmm. And I do. I obviously anything that's like warmer to the unless you're into cold play feels so much better. But I, I'm. I don't know. We need to pass that information on to the warm I could people. not agree more. And actually, uh, Janine, who is the, the face of warm, Ms. Warm, I love her. She's great. She's Dear friend. Um, she would love to see it in every every massage parlor, every, um, she's actually even doing some outreach to like legal brothels in Nevada to try to get them in like those folks, those places. Cause I mean, obviously sex workers could benefit from having like the ability to hygienically squirt out lube and be able to keep going with their clients, which is so cool. And yeah, it's, it's great. And warm relaxes, Mm -hmm. cold contracts. So if you think about how good it feels to just Ah, as you relax into a, a nice hot bathtub, it's just like that for your genitals. How, so, how do, do you say you have giveaways? How do people I get do. these giveaways? Is it on Instagram, Facebook? It's going to be on Instagram because I love my Instagram folks. I'm also simultaneously trying to get to 10,000 followers. I'm at like 8,400 right now. Oh, so, get you there with this podcast. Yes, we're going to get you. You have good posts, really good stuff. I Thank love your you. Instagram. 
Yeah, everyone go follow. Okay, so where, tell our listeners, where's your Instagram? <laughs> tell us where all your things are. Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at Canasexual. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashley Manta, although I am not as active on Twitter because I feel like there's a lot of toxicity on Twitter that I don't like to deal with. So I avoid it more often than not. But Instagram, I'm on every single day posting stories and I post on my actual feed a couple times a week and I do Instagram lives. And so it'll be posted through there. I have actually never run a giveaway on Instagram yet. So I'm going to be reaching out to a couple of my friends who are social media geniuses and being like, how do I structure this thing and make it awesome? But if you find me on uh, Instagram and follow me, you'll hear all the details there. Or you can visit my website, canasexual.com and sign up for my email list. That is like really where I want everybody to follow me because social media is so fickle as anyone in the adult or cannabis industry knows well that any of our social media accounts could be gone anytime for any reason, because that's just the world that we live in. So my email list I know is sacrosanct. That one we have protected. Yeah. Instagram, they don't love when we use the word sex. Oh my God. Masturbation. Oh my God. Masturbation. Oh my God. I can't believe you said that. Hand jobs, blow jobs. Oh God. Um, Okay. And what about the uh, workshop? How do they find out about your online workshop? Yes. The online course. So we actually have two options and we are in the process of um, redoing the paid course because we want to make it even more robust and, and add a couple of things that we were like, Oh, you know what? We should have mentioned this. So you can find all of it at elevatedintimacy.com. I have a free mini course. If you're just like, I want to kind of dip my toe in. I want to see what Ashley's teaching styles like. And if we resonate on like we're on the same frequency, do that one. And if you want the paid course, if you get it now, it's, I believe, $297. Um, the price is going to be going up, but we're going to be offering more things when we re-release it, including a monthly call with me where you can... It's kind of like office hours. You can just ask me anything about lube, products, techniques, okay. anything that's been in the course, cannabis, if, if that blows your skirt up, like whatever. Polyamory, if you, people have so Polyamory. many questions and you do it well. You are, you. I think, uh, the face of success in polyamory, in my opinion. Uh, but that, and I know we get questions about polyamory and I feel like I obviously don't have enough knowledge. So if any listeners out there as well are interested in learning more about successful polyamory, Ashley is a great resource. What, and you do coaching too, right? I do yeah. coaching. Yes. And I love coaching because as much fun as it is to teach workshops and I will do that probably for the rest of my life, you can only get so specific when you're teaching to a group because you want to be as inclusive as possible. But when I'm working with clients, either one-on-one or with a couple it's so great to like really drill down into the nitty gritty details of what they're coming up against or what's getting in the way and to be like really solutions oriented. I am not a therapist. I don't play one on TV. I fully support my clients having a therapist in addition to me as their sex and relationship coach. But God, it is so much fun to work with clients um, one-on-one or, or couples on one and it's all remote. So Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, whatever, you can be anywhere in the world and still work with me. Mm-hmm. Such an important resource now. And just so everyone knows, a lot of therapists and counselors aren't, they are not, I think the, the training that they're required to have is 10 hours in sex education. That's it. So, so not all um, support is created equal. So if you're coming to someone specifically around something around sexuality, it doesn't mean that just because they're a therapist, they're equipped to be able to talk about it. Just like, you know, a sex educator might not be able to talk about all of your childhood wounding. So <laughs> that's exactly. why we get the whole team. This you gotta have a team. Yeah, it takes a village. village. Exactly. It was, we had all these people and we helped each other. And now we're all isolated. So don't uh, be afraid to reach out or at least go take that free mini course and go follow Ashley on Instagram so you get some free things or at least enter in a raffle to potentially get them. Thank you so much, Ashley. This is so wonderful. I really love you. I'm going to go give April a hand job now. I mean, some hands. Yes! And sex. Yeah. I love both of you so much. Thank you for having me. It's always a joy to get to chat with both of you. And I'm so excited to see you both next month. 
Yay. Can't wait to give you a big hug in your latex with your, your latex dress. Now the pressure's on. (laughs) I have to wear it. No, no, (laughs) you don't have to. You don't have to, but you at least take some sexy photos and send them to April. So she feels special because that's her core erotic theme. She wants to feel special and the best. Oh, all right, everyone. Um, and just a real quick shout out. April and I, we were just drinking a glass of Margins Wine, new Pinot Noir, which probably is already sold out. But you should still go to their website, marginswine.com. You will know why we love their wine. I just had, what is, how do you say this? Muscat, Muscat Blanc? Muscat Blanc. I just tried the Muscat Blanc. Delicious. It was amazing. Go to marginswine.com. Check it out. Why we love this organic raw wine by a woman here in Santa Cruz, woman owned and operated. Ashley will bring you some and drink yeah. a glass when we're in um, LA. I appreciate I the it. offer, but I actually don't drink alcohol. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, I am strictly an herbal girl. I'll bring you some of my partner's uh, cannabis from Santa Cruz Roots. Oh, yes, please. Oh, that would be wonderful. Weed in the country. Actually, um, Amy's uh, old partner is also uh, in the business. My old, 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 like, old, like long time ago. Like when they were 18. <laughs> They call it California sober when you don't drink alcohol, but you do weed and psychedelics. Like so that's, that. that's what I am. You smoke flour? I smoke flour. I do concentrates. I do, I pretty okay. much do cannabis in every form that it okay. comes. Yeah. So I will surprise you and I'll bring you a, a, some good things. So Santa Cruz Roots too. If anybody wants to check out Santa Cruz Roots, you should. It's really fucking cool weed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like so you're the best. Thank you, love. Thank you so much. Thank you. And all of our listeners out there who tune in every Tuesday to hang out with Amy and I and whatever special guests we bring in, hand select for you. We love you. Hand select. We oh, hand oh, oh. select. Did you like that? I was hoping someone would get that. But <laughs> so thanks, y'all. We love you. Give us five stars on iTunes if you haven't. We love five stars. We read all of your reviews. We love feedback too. And All right. I guess we'll see you next week, y'all. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.